3: Tune in to
0: A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's sit here. We're near the aisle, so Hovey will easily be able to take off. Do I have time to use the bathroom? It, really? Why don't you go at home? I did. Fine. Keep your eyes peeled for suspicious activity. And here, plug in your headphones so you can hear me and keep the walkie-talkie open. While I'm going to the bathroom? Just go. Hurry. All right, Sai. I see a mom and her funky-looking baby. A dad setting up his video camera. Embarrassing, but normal. Huh. Weird. Three guys in black suits and sunglasses.
1: Repeat, Bertie. repeat.
0: Oh, man. These look like scary dudes. Sunglasses inside, at night. What are they doing? One dude, extra large, is talking into his wrist. Gonna get closer.
4: Copy, flashcard. We read you. Report back when you have a visual on Petri dish.
0: Danger? Sai? Did you hear that? Sai?
5: Shh. We're trying to record six minutes rewind! Just a heads up to the listeners, this show is for people who have already listened to all of Six Minutes. There will be spoilers.
4: There are kids in this world who are different. Special. They look like us and they act like us. But they are not
0: us. And one of them
5: is missing. It's Jess Fisher. I'm here with 6 Minutes creators, Chris Terry and David Kreisman. Today we are talking about episodes 43 through 45, 6 Minutes of Walking into a Trap, 6 Minutes with Hovey, and 6 Minutes of Middle School Jazz. Joining us today is 6 Minutes writer, Marla Canellos. Hey, Marla. Hey, Marla.
2: Hey, guys. I'm pretty excited about six minutes of middle school jazz, I have to tell you,
5: <laughs> yeah. being, being
2: that I'm a jazz musician. Oh, yeah. You
4: had three years of middle school jazz. That's true. I did, yeah. Yeah,
5: me too. Mr. Lutz is so excited in these episodes, too. <laughs> I love Mr. Lutz.
4: Uh, first, let's talk about that cold open and, and an incredible performance by the guy talking into his wrist. Yes. <laughs> oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> Who is that? I don't Who's his
2: vet? No, he's so good. Dave, yet again, covers <laughs> covers us at the last minute for another... <laughs>
5: Must be innovative. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Marla, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for, for coming.
3: This is great. I'm so excited. Thanks for asking me.
2: We're happy to have you. Let's, if we talk a little bit about how you ended up
4: writing for six minutes?
3: Oh, sure. So um, I wrote with Tom Cassiello on a TV show for many years and um, kind of both went our separate ways. And I think Dave, you and I had crossed paths at some point, but never actually worked on a show together. Yep. But Tom called me out of the blue and was like, hey, I'm working with Dave Kreitzman. He started this company. It's this really cool thing. They're making podcasts for kids. And um, he had mentioned that six minutes, one of the characters was adopted. He didn't really get into the details of the story, but said that, uh, that one of the children was adopted. And so I am an adoptive mother. My daughter, who's now 15. Oh, wow. Yeah, was adopted. So Tom sort of thought that like, it might be cool to have the voice of someone who, you know, had lived the experience on the team. And honestly, I would have said yes, no matter what. But that's, I think, (laughs) why he thought of me. And um, so that's how I came on. That is majorly
4: cool. Yeah. And I would say that Marla was, I just uh, would call it like our North Star when it came to that stuff. And obviously, Holiday's adoption is not a a standard adoption, but certainly the, the emotions and feelings that go into that idea of a daughter, not by birth, but a daughter, as much as any other member of this family, is something we really pay, paid a lot of attention to.
2: And it's always, it's always uh, what I talk about when I do classroom visits and stuff. Talk about how it's great that there's all stuff about hoverboards and great things about you know cliffhangers and all that sort of stuff. But really, the guiding light of the entire show is what what makes up a family and what different shapes and forms families can take.
5: Marla, because you have that experience, I was curious if. Um If your voice found its way into Monica's experience at all in the story.
3: I definitely think it did. I mean, I was sort of sensitive to, you know, the way that we wrote Monica, the way that she interacted with Holiday, and the way that Holiday sort of looked at her history. But I think I wrote the scenes where they were in the car. Oh,
0: Definitely, Dave, you can definitely. correct me, right? <laughs> yep,
3: yep, and, sure. um, that, and so that was really emotional for me just because I felt like, you know, in a way I was talking to my own daughter, um, through that, that writing. So yeah, definitely. I was tried to be very sensitive to, you know, making it feel like family does not always have to be biological and, um, but also respecting the history that, you know, a child has with their biological family.
4: And Tom and I always, when one of those kinds of scenes popped up, we would always make sure that
2: Mar- that Marla would be writing the script for sure.
5: That's so cool.
2: Nice. You know, Marla, can you talk a little bit about what it's like to turn an outline into a script, and like, and then, and then, sort of like after you, what was the experience like hearing the episodes later?
3: Hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know if you guys spoke about this with Tom when he was on, but Tom and Dave would sort of come up with the story. And then uh, myself and Nitty would get the scripts, uh, the outlines, and, and turn those into dialogue, into the scripts. It was so fun because they really never told us what was coming next, <laughs> just like I think for the actors, they didn't know really what was coming next. So it was so fun to get the outline packets. Typically, we'd get like five or six outlines at a time, and they would already be assigned to us. And we would talk to each other, kind of bounce ideas off of each other to make sure that it tracked well. Just really fun getting to getting to know the voices and the characters and, and adding to that. But then the actors really are the ones that kind of give them their little niche. And so it's interesting, I was kind of looking back at old scripts just to refamiliarize myself with everything. And in the beginning, I almost feel like I could see the difference between Nitty and my voices more, but as it goes went on, because the actors sort of dictated how they would sound. It started becoming harder to tell. Like in the beginning, I felt like, oh, yeah, I could tell this is one of my scripts or, you know, that really sounds like something she would write. But as it went on, I feel like we all sort of as a team meshed and it was really became, you know, sort of fluid more. I don't know, Dave, if you saw that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Once we got to hear who they were and how they performed, I think it also became easier to write, too.
5: Hmm. Absolutely. You knew what Cyrus would say. You knew what Holiday would say, right?
4: Yeah, it's like the joke would come from Cyrus as opposed to us.
5: Yes,
3: that's so cool.
4: Yeah,
3: and and hearing them is, you know, of course, just magical. I mean, it's always so fun to, you know, put your ideas down on paper or on a computer screen, and then um, and then actually hear it come to life and and hear the reaction from the fans and and just see that you're. You know, really touching people. It's it's amazing, and you guys do such an amazing job of bringing it to life.
2: That's a lot of fun, and I think you know when you're talking about the team. I think that goes right from the writing and post production. Everybody involved became, as it went on, such a family. Mm-hmm. Great right for the, to the writers and everything, and everybody on every level just got so tuned into the voice of the show.
3: Yeah, it was heartbreaking to hear that it was coming to an end. I think we all oh. just wanted it to go on
5: forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> that is. So, so, so cool. But, you know, we have uh, uh, some topics to debate. So before we dive into these episodes, Marla, would you mind asking your old pal Ivan for a brief recap?
3: Ivan, reunited.
1: (laughs) Um, Yes. Will you
3: please tell us what happened in these episodes, Ivan?
1: I would be glad to. Episode 43, Cyrus realizes that the helicopter over the school was a trap and they fell for it but the Anders family decides to turn things around and set a trap for Flashcard using the hoverboard as bait. Episode 44. Holiday gives the hoverboard a name. Hovey, yay! But when she sets Hovey free, he escapes. Holiday talks Hovey down from a tree, and they go for a ride. Hovey agrees to help trap Flashcard. Episode 45. Birdie insists on coming to the band concert. With all the suspects in place, the Anders family prepares to lay the trap, but as the show is about to begin, Birdie spots child catchers. Brinley tries to pull Holly into the supply closet,
2: but Holly catches on and pulls her in with her. Uh-oh,
1: now they're both locked in.
5: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun,
2: dun. <laughs> <laughs> love the locked in. Love the locked in.
3: Ugh, me yes. too. Yeah. I love Brinley. Oh yeah, she's
2: my favorite character. of all the.
3: Yeah, me too. Of all the characters to write, I had the most fun writing. I mean, they're all so fun, but Brinley was my absolute fave.
2: And it was sort of how Ava also brought it to life too. You know, I mean, she's just so funny. The way she would say some the I mean, obviously reading the lines you guys wrote, but it just coming out of her mouth was amazing. It was really yeah.
5: funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Seriously, <laughs> she's great. So how'd you come up with the name Hovey?
2: Oh, <laughs> well, it, was, it took a
4: really long time to figure it
3: out. <laughs> I actually think that was, when I was looking back at the scripts, that was one of the ones that I wrote. And um, I don't think we had talked about it prior, but it seemed kind of obvious. And I felt like in that in that script, it needed... She needed to make some connection with him, so he needed a nickname that just seemed kind of like the obvious one. A yeah, heavy talks, and, you know. Yeah.
2: You know, before we started recording, uh, Marla brought up a really great, uh, interesting behind some really deep, deep dive behind the scenes stuff. I think Marla, you should you should explain that because Jess wasn't here for that, and I think she's gonna she's gonna freak.
3: <laughs> well, I was just try I was trying to see again. Like, did I write any of these episodes? I couldn't remember, so I went back to look, <laughs> and I was looking in my old files, and it was said you know, new 43, new 44, new 45. And I was like, what's that mean? So in looking back a little further, I felt found this old email. And, um, what happened was we had an episode 40 that we ended up pulling Dave Mm. and Tom pulled because it just kind of really didn't advance the story that much. Um, and it was just kind of, yeah, made things sort of slow down, but I found the script it was actually very funny. It was Brinley going to see Doctor Anders, who was coincidentally her pediatrician, um, to see if her if her nose if her nose would be healed in time for the concert from having oh. been bashed in the face. And um, so Bertie was there at the office and um, is trying to kind of feel her out. And then she goes in to see Monica. And Monica, um, you know, tells her that, you know, she really only can use foundation to cover up the bruises, but she doesn't have to have surgery. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) um, my god! But goes on to really sort of like interrogate her, you know, trying to do it under the guise of a concerned physician about her home life and her father. (laughs) and, um, And Brindley gets really suspicious and accuses her of working with Holiday to gaslight Brindley and storms out of the office and on her way out. She runs into Bertie, who it's the first time we meet Bruce the Lizard. And she runs into <laughs> Bertie and, and basically tells her what she ends up telling her anyway, I think, in 40, which is, I'm going to get your sister at the the concert. Tell her to be prepared. I'm coming for her at the concert. So this right. is kind of funny. The episode that never saw the... The
2: light and that, folks, is the kind of behind the scene information you get here on six, <laughs> six rewind. minutes rewind.
4: I, I think the reason we lost that episode, I don't remember until you said that, I didn't remember at all. But now, trying to kind of piece it together, I think the combination of Monica grilling a kid, uh, yeah. and then and then. Ultimately, being failing at it anyway, we're like, "Eh, this this isn't a great (laughs) moment for Monica. Let's
2: maybe that's also the fact that she's Brinley's pediatrician. Well, sure, there's only only one doctor in town, (laughs) right?
5: Right, (laughs) right. I also think that's that would be funny because of like their relationship later on, Uh, Monica and Brinley's. Oh yeah. Like, thinking about if it starts with her, like, interrogating her in a pediatrician's office. It's <laughs> hard to get to that. That's really funny. Yes,
4: <laughs> probably unethical as a, as a doctor. I know.
5: It's maybe it was, it bit. was,
3: that was my, you know, my bad shorthand. She was definitely a little more subtle, but still.
2: <laughs> that's really, that's really fun. That is really, really fun.
5: Yeah, that rocks.
2: <laughs> well, I think uh, I think it's time for, as our guest, you get to pick the winners of all these categories that we have, and, and the, the first one up is best line of dialogue.
5: Yeah, there's a lot of birdie in here. Yeah.
2: So what do we got first?
5: First, I never said I was afraid.
2: Oh, here we go.
5: I never said I was afraid. I delivered it exactly how she delivered it.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like
5: it because it's like it's still birdie growing up. Mm-hmm. I like that line a lot. I never said I was afraid. You know, she was concerned for Holiday when she pulled the alarm, but she was never afraid. Mm-hmm. Big fan.
2: Good delivery.
3: <laughs> I think also in th- when she says that, she's coming off of being so down on herself, right? Like mm, kind yeah. of picking herself apart. And then when somebody says she's afraid, I like that she gets sort of defensive, like despite the fact that she's right. like, sort of
0: spying. She could say it about herself,
2: control. but she doesn't want yes. someone else to say it. Yes.
0: Exactly.
2: Uh, let's see. Bertie Old Soul.
0: I'm lost. Can someone explain this to me like I'm a nine-year-old? You are a nine-year-old. In earthly
5: years, but
1: I'm an old soul. Cyrus is saying the helicopter flew over us as a test bird. For who?
5: For the person they're looking for.
0: Like I'm nine. (laughs) (laughs) So
5: good.
2: Love it, love it. Uh let's see, where am I going next here? Holiday and Hove.
1: Hey, it's me. Long time no see. How you doing, huh? You look really good. Relaxed, well rested.
4: <laughs> and this is one where we don't tell the audience that who she's talking to first, right? Right. right. Like, you look really good.
5: Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Yeah, that's funny.
2: And what's the next one? Holiday Power Line.
1: Look! Why is hubby chilling with those pigeons on a power line??
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like hubby being like
5: a cockatiel. You yeah, know? He's
2: up there. Mm-hmm. The, the birds are going like, "What the?
5: <laughs> and like he doesn't know that he's any different. you know.: Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah,. He's like I'm a bird just like you rest of you guys. Right. Uh, James numbers. We can't do that. We're going to monitor Whittier's internal traffic to see if there's a spike when the hoverboard gets
4: released. It's just watching numbers flash on a computer screen. I
5: like that delivery a lot. Like, he really doesn't like that
3: part of his job. And he's trying to make it sound super uncool so Birdie doesn't want to come. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Uh, Birdie mouth.
0: So you're going to bring a stranger into this house, someone we've never met. And leave that person alone with me, the biggest mouth in the family. She's got a point. She does have a big mouth. Thank you, Cyrus. I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now I got Birdie flashcard, but I don't see. I see Birdie Funky.
5: Is that it? It might be that. Yeah, let's see. All right, Cy. I see
0: a mom and her funky looking baby.
5: <laughs> that must have been it. Right, <laughs>
0: I right,
2: don't know. Right, right. <laughs> Here's Team Anders.
1: On three. One, two, three, Go Team, team Anders. Anders! We need to work on that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that probably took like eight takes in the studio, by the way.
1: Right, right. I'm
5: imagining them all at different microphones, mm-hmm. like trying not to say it at the same time.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Marla, what is your favorite line out of all those, those uh oh my gosh. lines of dialogue that you wrote?
3: Oh, I don't know if I wrote all of them, but um, they were all super fun. They, was there one I thought there was a flashcard one where she says flashcard out loud and then gets scolded and then whispers it. Was that in this episode? I, I thought that's
2: remember. what the flashcard
0: one
2: was. Oh. oh, is this one it? Is this one? Hang on, so let me see.
0: Ooh, what if these people could be flashcard? Shh. Birdie. Flashcard. I can't wait to trap them. <laughs> <That was
3: it. laughs> actually my favorite because her delivery is
2: genius (laughs)
3: yeah i really that was my favorite So hands
2: down yeah yeah (laughs) no debate required that's funny (laughs) so what are we moving on to best sound design that's Uh, right yeah what do we got here let's see i've got something called bike pan let's see here they come monica
5: hey dad I like it. One ear to the other. Big fan. Mm-hmm.
2: Do very, very few pans, but on that kind of stuff, cars and different things that go by, those are kind of fun to do.
4: Bikes are very hard, by the way, Chris, you should do uh, They are. Because they don't really sound the way we imagine them to sound. I think the bike sounds, every time we've ever had to have Cyrus riding his bike, it's taken a lot of work.
2: yeah. The bike stuff is hard. You know, there's so many things we've come across doing all these different shows that we've done is a lot of times the sound of the thing, like when, if you don't see the thing, the sound doesn't make any sense.
3: Mm. Mm. That's so interesting.
2: Yeah. One of the big things we're working on now in um, our show tomorrow is that drones and drones sound terrible by themselves.
3: <laughs> Unless you see
2: the drone flying, you're like, oh, it's a drone. Right. So it's, uh, yeah, one of those things. That's funny. Bikes fit in that category. Uh, we've got blinds. Blinds are drawn. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you didn't know what that sound
5: was. That made me laugh out loud. Blinds are drawn. Got it. Thank I just, just
2: love the tempo at which the blinds go up too. And they're just sitting there listening, yes. like, yep, and they're going yes. and they're still
5: going. Tedious thing to do. Open blinds. <laughs> That's so audio drama of us to be like, sound, and this was the sound. Like exactly.
4: I was wondering when I was listening to it, whether he was drawing a bunch of different blinds or if he was just having one go up and down, up and down. You know, it, <laughs> it feels like <laughs> something James would do. Blind up, blind down, blind up, blind down.
2: It's one of those ones where you take a breath, as you're you're rolling them up, and you're like, and then you're like. Still more to go. And then you keep rolling them up. Uh, Let's see. Skateboard.
1: Thank you, Hovey. That's a good boy.
2: Okay.
5: So it reminded me of like the when Badger had, you know, the skateboard hoverboard. Like it reminded me of Mm -hmm. that sound.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely a skateboard back in there. I think maybe at this point still sort of early on. Probably we are still maybe trying to throw some of that inside to give Hovey a sense of movement. Mm. But um, who knows? We definitely abandoned that at some point. (laughs) Flying scoring.
5: Okay. This is my favorite thing in the whole three episodes because the scoring is, one, awesome, and, two, it's when Holiday is celebrating her weirdness. Like, it's mm -hmm. so beautiful. Okay. Now you can play it.
1: Let me drive for a while. Okay, if I lean this way... Yes! We went left! Woo-hoo! Okay, let me bend my knees. Cool! We just swooped down. Okay, got it. Cyrus, check me out! I'm flying this thing! Okay, but Holiday, come on back down now. Wow, look at these geese flying! Can we get up to them, hubby? What if I stretch out this way? Amazing! Whoa! So that's what happens when you fly through a bunch of geese? (laughs) How's that for normal?
5: Yeah, how's that for normal? Love. (laughs) Love that for her.
4: Yeah. It's great, too. And I remember having the conversation about that moment because, you know, as we're plotting and we're heading to try to find out who Flashcard is and all this kind of serious thing, like to stop every now and then and have a fun moment. Remember that having a hoverboard that you could fly would be really cool and fun. Yeah. You know, yes, people are chasing her and all that stuff, but it's also really kind of exciting.
5: Yeah. I think it's important that you incorporate like the joy and you like really accomplished that. Like I was beaming listening to that yesterday again.
2: It's pretty. It was pretty fun. And I have no idea where that sound cue. If I wrote it or if Sean wrote it or do, if do, where do. we. I have do, no. Do, do, I can't do. remember for the life of me <laughs> who wrote that or where. Maybe I did. I just can't remember. There's so many now. I can't keep track of. Who it
4: was you, on the dance charts in Spain. It might have been. Yeah. been.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> Could have put Cyrus a little further away there, I think, now that I'm listening yeah, to Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's what
5: the two people listening are thinking. Also,
2: exactly. I think we could have found yeah. better geese, too. Well, that's yeah, really fun. For, for some reason, I imagined like a Paw Patrol scene, like they're up in the, <laughs> yes. in the clouds and the geese go by. That's very much how they would have done it.
4: Hey, it's Dave. GZM Rewind is brought to you by BarkBox. <laughs> now, I have two dogs... I've got Texie and Riggins, both rescues from Texas. Oh, Texie
2: and Riggins. And guess
4: what? This week it was Riggins' birthday. And not only was it Riggins' birthday, but his actual biological brother lives across the street at our friend's what? house, came from the same litter. Holy and so trunks. they share a birthday, of course. And so we had a little birthday party every what? year. We we have the three dogs together, oh and you gotta have treats, you gotta have toys. So luckily, we have a subscription to BarkBox. Ah, we were able to provide all the dogs with treats and toys. That sounds like um, the perfect party. When you need a lot Jameson. of dog treats
2: and toys for a dog party, what better spot to get them than BarkBox? I mean, yeah, yeah, you have a subscription, yeah. and
4: Jameson dressed up for the occasion. That's Regan's brother across the street. He was wearing a bow tie, which is really cute.
2: Wow, <laughs>
4: they're four years old. They were pandemic puppies. Yeah,
2: wow, wow. that's amazing. Yeah,
4: so, so if sweet. you are having a birthday party for your dog, or you just <laughs> want to treat them or yourself, uh, get a subscription to BarkBox. Right. So go to gzmshowscom BarkBox to sign up now, and you also get a free bonus toy in every box. Ooh, so if huge. your dog's brother happens to be in the neighborhood, <laughs> you get a free bonus toy for them. Nice. BarkBox is on a mission to make all dogs happy, and we're on a mission to make great stories that make you happy. So support us by going to gzmshows.com slash
5: BarkBox and getting a subscription today. And now back to the show. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's
2: gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Okay, yeah, okay, well, that's flying. And then we got Hovey indoors.
5: We should get ready to go. Where's Holiday? Right here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Nice, nice. Uh, we got band, concert, buzz. Let's sit here. We're near the aisle, so hubby will easily be able to take off.
0: Do I have time to use the bathroom? It, really? Why don't you go at home? I did.
2: Fine.
4: They're all saying, I'm looking forward to the oboe. Are
2: you looking forward to the oboe? I'm really <laughs> looking forward to the oboe. Can't wait for the oboe. Really good. And <laughs> we got band noodling. Everyone... Can I have your attention, please? Quiet,
0: everyone. Mister Lutz has something to say.
2: Thank you, Brindley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the classic band noodling—it's
4: a big moment for him.
5: Were your were your band teachers against noodling? They were like, "No noodling allowed."
2: Oh no, <laughs> noodling was always that was always that was always encouraged. The yeah, always encouraged. Oh no, yeah. Okay, well, what's what's your favorite sound design uh, moment there, Ma? Mo? What do you think?
3: I think I have to go with the flying scoring. Because, ah, nice. Um, one, the music reminds me of an '80s video game yes. in the best, <laughs> totally. in the best way. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I just think Shahadi just sold, like you said, Jess. The joy It's just like you. It's so you get ca- caught up in, in her excitement,
2: and you can yeah. really en-
3: you can really envision it.
2: That's it, then. That's a great choice.
4: That would be a great video game, too. Yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It would be. laughs> okay, I'm on it. Well, I Except feel for the geese. I, yeah, I feel, I feel that would, that's like, the, that could be the six minutes video game with that music. Yeah, you music. dodge geese. Dodge geese. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> that's what All it's
1: right. called. Somebody out there. Somebody
2: out there. I know there's a like 13-year-old kid out there that knows how to program apps. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, Make that'd it. be so cool. Make it. Thanks, kid. Thanks. <laughs>
5: um...
2: Best line of Hovey dialogue is the yeah. next category. Yeah,
5: yeah. As I was listening, I, like, made a whole bunch of them, and then there were even more that I didn't include. So there's, like, a billion different, like, Hovey lines in these episodes. Wow. So just choose so what you like. so many
2: talks about Hovey talking or not. We I mean, had mm-hmm. so many production meetings about it. He talks a lot. He's Here's what we're—this is where he says okay.
1: So— I know you're probably a little mad at me for chaining you up, and I get it. I do. But the thing is, well, I kind of need your help. Think we could uh, work something out? A lovely hoverboard of mine? Now that's what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, let's see. Angry hubby, Here he is. I'm just saying, a hoverboard doesn't have feelings. Shh.
1: You're making a mask. Okay, I'm going to release him.
2: (laughs) That was good. That was good. That's up there for me, escaping, hubby.
1: So, as I was saying, we have a plan for the night of the school concert, so we need your help, hubby. What's he doing? (laughs) It's escaping. He says, bye. Bye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Got combative, hubby.
1: How am I supposed to get up there? Uh-uh. You come down here. I don't know. <laughs> I
2: don't know. <laughs> it sounds like he's sticking
3: his tongue out at her. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah. Sympathetic, Hovey.
1: But most of all, I need you.
2: I need you too, Holiday. <laughs> I need you too, Holiday. Yep. Supportive, Hovey.
1: So we can all be free. Eventually.
0: Here he comes.
4: He says I'd like to be free as well.
2: Not easy being a hoverboard Mm -hmm. Yeah Always having people's gross feet on you Yeah (laughs) I think Dave, I remember us, I mean we had a lot of, I think we eventually slowed down on this Yes, that's what we We did We eventually don't put hovey beeps and boops, I think This was probably an early thing where we were trying to decide whether he needed to like react or not
4: He mostly talks in kind of hover noises, I think, later on
2: Yeah, yeah Yep well, what's, what's your favorite line of, uh, of Hovey dialogue, Marla?
3: Well, Hovey is so emotive. It's so hard to pick, <laughs> but I am going to go with Angry Hovey. I like
2: Angry Hovey. <laughs> angry Hovey for the win. I love it. Uh, is this a, the next one, is this, is this a Dave category? Uh, this yeah, this is, oh, yeah. This, <laughs> is, yeah. this is a Dave category I'm particularly by far. Proud,
4: proud of this one. <laughs> this is the James and Monica worst parenting moment. <laughs> <laughs> They're all sort of connected to the same decisions, but... Right. Um, right, right, Yeah, so our first one is caving immediately to Birdie. Okay, here it is.
0: Yes, I have eyes. Two of them. I can help. James, I know that look.
4: Well, we're in this together, right? All of us.
0: Now you're talking. You have to promise us you'll listen to your brother and do whatever he says. Oh, don't worry. I promise.
5: I'll call the sitter.
4: Yeah, they held out for about 10 seconds, I would say. That <laughs> yeah, sigh, I, I recognize that sigh. I recognize James. that sigh it's where it's you called, just
2: can't, you just can't deal anymore. Yeah,
4: we call yeah. that punting in the parenting world.
2: Yeah. yeah I,
5: think, I think they knew that whatever call they were going to get from that college student was going to be something they didn't want to deal with. <laughs> like, That's right. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
4: So the next one is uh, the fact that in, as part of this plan, neither of them is going to be at the school where the spy is. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm not sure why both There's James no and Monica. There's no clip for this, but it is yeah. true. Yeah. So their plan is they're both going to be at the base to watch the numbers, I guess.
5: Right. Um, Does Monica have to also watch the numbers?
4: Uh No.
5: Right. <laughs> it's also like Holiday's playing a solo. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I would say that's a, that's a double bad parenting moment. They're missing their daughter playing at the, at the concert Mm -hmm. and they're allowing their kids to walk into a buzzsaw
2: of a spy. (laughs) Yeah. They don't really feel that guilty about missing the performance as well. No,
4: I actually, I think that may be part of why they decided to do this plan because they didn't want to go, they didn't want to go to the middle school jazz concert. (laughs) I can't say it's I blame funny. them for that part actually. I was going to say that
5: it. is a relatable. Do you think they yeah. like get along with other parents and stuff? Like they don't want to go and like talk to Cora and Dora's parents? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, well, they do uh, they do meet Brinley's dad.
5: Right. That's of true.
4: Course. Yeah. And also, isn't is it weird to see your pediatrician out at events? <laughs> it's kind of like, right? Right? It's all out of context. You don't know what to say. They know all your secrets. Yeah.
5: Yeah, Brinley's yeah. nose how's,
4: still isn't right. Right? How's how's that rat Monica's always asking people how their rash is. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> when I was on, when I was in sixth grade, we went to Hawaii as a family. We got on the plane, and my sixth grade teacher was on the plane with her boyfriend. <gasps> oh no! And I, thought, I my br- brain basically just exploded. I thought <laughs> I thought like, why is she here? This doesn't make any sense at all. No, that is so not. <laughs> she lives okay. at the school.
4: <laughs> yeah yeah and now kids have teachers that live in the zoom screen right yes exactly
2: yeah. <laughs> and so yeah that lo- rolls us right into it the fact that they allowed this plan to happen yeah yeah
4: that's just an overall that, that they're allowing any of this to happen
5: yeah but. you can release the hoverboard inside of the school totally
2: yep take birdie with you sure <laughs> well i make a pretty good i make a, i think i would make an argument for caving immediately to birdie just yeah you know, yeah that's Marla, Marla. what do you think
3: we forgot that hiring a random sitter when they're worried about the safety of their kids.
4: Like, <laughs> that is Just some true. random
3: college students that nobody's ever met. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really going to the safe base to watch numbers on a computer board while their kids are in the line of danger. Sure. The, I think I have to go with that
4: one,
5: either of them being at the school. <laughs> we really missed out on the babysitter plot.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Best of luck to you. <laughs> uh what what do we have next Jess, for category? best cliffhanger best of course cliffhanger. of
5: course um the first one was when when Huffy says, okay when he boots up mm-hmm. when she asks for help, and the next one is trap
2: so hubvi wakes up we've already we've already heard, and trap here's trap
1: she thinks she'll be setting another trap for us, but we'll be setting one for her. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get her. We're going to get her. <laughs> and then we've got this cliffhanger closet.
1: Fine, but you're coming with me. Ugh. No, don't. It's locked from the outside. Were you trying to lock me in? Of course I was. But I was supposed to be on the other side of the door. Someone let us out, please. We're supposed to be on stage. Nice work, Brindley. Looks like we're stuck in here. Together,
4: <laughs> I remember having a lot of Reed discussions, right, Chris? Reed discussions about what she would play. Well, having to bring get the Reed out of the closet. Oh yeah, extra yeah.
2: reeds. Yeah, yeah. You know, oboe is just such an impossibly hard instrument to play. Mm. Uh, we had a lot of discussions. I think even going back before we were, was it always oboe? Or I think feel like no,
4: we you a- were lobbying against it.
2: Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Because you pointed out, like people don't really do oboe solos so right. much, and I was like, "It's just funny." It's just a funny.
2: No, I was. I will admit it. I was. I was probably just in the moment thinking, like, oh, "How much oboe are we going to have?" Exactly. It? Yes. Right. And It's isn't going to be me because I don't play oboe. They're like, "Can it be right. just bass?" Exactly. Can it be bass and drums and just like cool jazz grooves? <laughs>
5: I also think that that clip, like, if this was a musical, would lead right into them singing a song about how much they hate each other. Mm-hmm. We're stuck in here together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe I'm in this closet with you. <laughs> you <know?
2: laughs> oh, I, love it. I love it. Isn't that a song in Wicked? Loathing? Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, well, Marla, what do you think is your favorite, your favorite cliffhanger?
3: Hands down, it's The Closet.
2: Yeah, yeah I think I was, it's got to be The Closet. I was excited
3: to see that cliffhanger And I was hoping That I would get to Do the pickup of them In the closet together <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it Yeah it's so good So good Well that brings us To the MVP of this episode And I'm, I'm as excited To see Hovey on the list Because this is mm-hmm. The episodes where Hovey gets his name Yeah And I think it's just, uh, just Just appropriate
5: But I would argue For Holiday Finding her joy You know mm-hmm. Like chaining up Hovey Was a metaphor For her trying to Lock away Who she is
2: that's you a deep, know that's a deep argument that and a deep and,
5: and so then when she like lets it free literally you know it's like her letting herself free i'm a big fan of holiday and these episodes like celebrating herself.
2: But what about if you're Hovey? Just put yourself in <laughs> Hovey's shoes for a second. And, 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 and these are really the only three episodes. After this, you don't talk much. I mean, this is pretty much after yeah, this, we guess. decided to not let him talk, so.
5: Yeah, um, we, we
2: shut him up. I'm with yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> Chris.
3: I got I to give it to Hovey. I, well, so, yeah, I mean, if there's, there's only
2: one time you're going to win during the entire right. run Holly's of six win. minutes. And by the way, one. Hovey exactly.
4: is part of that those scenes too, Jess. Yes, exactly. He's also- Letting his flag fly. Yeah, (laughs) and he's
2: the and he's locked up too, literally. (laughs) Yeah, it's three against
4: one.
3: (laughs) And look at the emotional arc that he had. No, that's so true.
2: Yeah. I mean, if he if he didn't win for rescuing Holiday from the tower. Mm. Then, I mean, what other chances? I'm just looking forward ahead. You know, we've got another 150 episodes to go. True that. I feel that he <laughs> doesn't have many opportunities to take the prize home, but I'm just <laughs>
5: Same. You know, I give in. I give in. Well, we there's also Birdie on the time. list,
2: too, but Birdie, I think, has won before, so it's not—
5: Birdie's won a lot. I just put yeah. her on because I really like her lines in these episodes. <laughs> right,
2: right. Well, okay, Marla, I think we know who you're going to go for, but I think you should oh, officially, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I I got to give it to H-U-H-B-E-E. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Of, e. I of love it. E. Have e, Was there an exante goo over the e? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I would. I want to know, like, if I if I was able to time how long it took to come up with Hovey compared to how long it took to come up with "Mr. Board," which is <laughs> badger's <laughs> hoverboard. An- another another really in depth conversation. <laughs> Mr.
2: Board, I love Mr. Board.
3: <laughs> Sometimes simple is just better. Yep. So I do have
5: some notes. One of them is walkie-talkie app.
1: Cyrus and I both have a walkie-talkie app on our phones. Just tap this to talk to Cyrus in case anything goes wrong. Copy. 10-4. Like, yeah, I
5: guess. You know what I mean? Like, they could call each other. Does that 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 exist? Does I (laughs) think that
4: is a thing. You know, there used to be a thing where, like, phones had walkie-talkies on them. Yeah
2: and you'd be in it you'd be in like the grocery store and you hear like yeah
4: i'm trying, i'm getting no i'm getting the thing and it would like what? call it, yeah it
2: would call like it had like a 4 mile radius or something yeah what? exactly yeah. like
4: you wouldn't have to place a phone call you just could connect with whoever whatever other weirdo you had
2: and it would make that weird little sound yeah, right? yeah yep yeah.
4: yep <laughs> so maybe that's what you we were thinking i don't know i bet there really there must be a walkie talkie app i don't like,
5: know like yeah i told yeah it was just one of
3: those things i looked at the outline And the outline said that they use their phones as a walkie-talkie. So Mm. I think we, like, I think maybe it was, I don't
5: know where the (laughs) walkie-talkie app came into it, (laughs) I love it.
2: You know, it works. It works.
5: And then I had, I just, you know, want to hear Dave's
2: wonderful acting again. Oh, here we go. Everybody ready? Now, listen, this is pretty special. So here we go.
0: Can I get closer?
4: Copy flashcard. We read you. Report back when you have a visual on Petri dish.
5: Also, Petri dish. Good stuff. Yeah, I think that's
4: the first time we hear Petri dishes. uh, I think it is. Yep.
5: Nice. And then last up, Mr. Letts is just so excited about this concert.
2: Here he is. This is it, people. The night you've all been working so hard towards. I don't want to sound too dramatic, but for many of you, this is the most important night of your life. (laughs) Don't mess it up. (laughs) Now go out and break a leg.
5: <laughs> it's so sad that it gets messed up for him.
4: Yeah, he gets. He's very given
3: upset. me some Paul vibes in vibes, and to really, yeah. nobody's going to know who I'm referencing. But
4: and also waiting for Guffman. That was the other thing. It reminds me of.
5: Oh yeah,
2: that's really fantastic.
5: Super cute. Justice for Mr. Lutz. Uh, justice for Mr. Lutz. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Lutz. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, Marla it was so fun having you on the show, and what so you brought some serious, deep uh, six minutes behind the scenes stuff. That totally. story about the script was amazing. <laughs>
3: That was a fun find. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, this was really
2: cool. Well, it was so Thank great you so to much have for you coming on. Yeah, and have you as part of the team in this whole crazy run of the show. Um, oh,
3: it was my honor.
2: So great. By the way, Marla is a
4: a, a Gen Z all stars. Also writing on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Really? My other projects? So excited! Yes. Yes. yes.
3: That's awesome. Yeah.
4: It's amazing. So when
3: we do the tomorrow deep dives, call me
4: back. <laughs> we can use the picture of you dressed as Daddy Warbucks when you were
3: please do. 10 or 11. How I feel old it really? needs to go viral. Yes. Wait, you have oh, a picture of
2: you I'm, dressed as Daddy I'm Warbucks? I'm going to need
3: that. Yes. I mean, I feel like Dave only put me on the Tomorrow team because of my Annie <laughs> obsession when I was little. <laughs> But so yeah, you dressed I, uh, up as Daddy
5: Warbucks, not Annie.
3: Oh I no, I like fully this was like before you could you could even actually get a hold of the scripts and stuff. I like went and saw that like the touring act, the National Touring Act. And then I went home and Whoa. rewrote the script from my memory. I know. Wow. And then I had like I like held auditions and we actually put it on in a theater and nobody wanted to be Daddy Warbucks, like no <gasps> boys, you know, I, I mean, I think I was 11 or 12, no boys auditioned. So I had to be Daddy Warbucks. So I put on a bald cap and stop. I was, and I, so I sent the picture to Dave when he asked if I wanted to write on tomorrow. I just replied with that picture. Oh, it's so oh. great.
5: <laughs> and you sang like his beautiful ballad and everything. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. But oh. we didn't even have, you wow. couldn't even
3: get the, the music then, like you literally all you had was the record so we had to sing over the record
5: that rocks <laughs> that nobody, nobody could
3: play the music on the piano because there was no way to get the sheet music wow right broadway's yeah. back baby that's awesome
2: that's it.
4: crazy time <laughs> <That's>
3: so cool it's
2: <laughs> amazing that's amazing well thanks again marla we really we really really appreciate it wait a second jess oh
5: Oh, okay. All right. So um, if you want to be on the show, uh, you can email me at jessica at Listen to episodes 46 through 48 next. Peace, love, and peace. Love it it peace, it love, Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, podcast title pending, Seis Minutos, The Rez, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free. The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.